Hello, and welcome to So You Need a Video, the only podcast that we're aware of about simplifying your brand sales message with video. I'm Hope Morley. I'm Tori Merritt. I'm Guy Bauer. And as everyone can see right now, we are recording from the comfort of our own homes for this episode. We are not in our usual studio, not using our normal cameras. We're all using webcams and different microphones and all that kind of fun stuff that we had at home. Um, And we're doing that because we wanted to keep this content coming out. And it actually ties directly to our topic for this podcast today. Um, And I promise all our listeners that we actually planned this episode weeks ago. (laughs) Um, And then it has actually, out of everything, become more relevant in these times that we're in now. But I'm looking at an outlet in front of me that the edit for Google says, like, last edit 10 days ago. So we did have this episode before. It's even more relevant. So we wanted to record it and get it out to people. But enough teasing. What is our topic? Our topic is, you know, why can't we just record everything on iPhones, in short, um, and talking about user-generated content. And we originally got this idea when, in was it last month, Lady Gaga released her new video, and it was all advertised as shot on iPhone. Yeah. Um, and we, usually when things like that happen, we get more requests from clients asking about shooting on iPhones. Um, so we wanted to talk about some of the pluses and minuses. And now in this day and age that we are restricted from doing live in-person production, how we can uh, maybe use self-filming iPhones, webcams, to continue to make content. So to kick us off, um, let's let's start talking about what are typical arguments against shooting, self-shooting are. I'm looking at guys, so yeah, I'll let uh, him go. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm usually the biggest creative snob about it, but you know, when so when Apple says shot on iPhone, yes, uh, the camera was an iPhone, but what they're leaving out is that while the camera was an iPhone, uh, you know, if you look at the behind the scenes video, it was mounted on a Steadicam. And that Steadicam operator is making something like $3,000 a day. And then if you go back even further, there's still lights on cranes and still plenty of um, like crew. So while, yes, the end camera is an iPhone, they actually. I would bet had to use more crew and had to control the scene more because of the limitations on the camera. And then also, if you just zoom back a little bit more, they also had to have costumes, makeup. You know, if you look at the Lady Gaga video, it's not like she's in her living room uh, singing. They they have a set design. There's chroma key in the background. Shot in the studio. Yeah. I don't actually, I don't know if they shot in the studio. I think they actually did shoot it on location, but uh, you know, the background was like CG'd with these like diamond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one, the thing that came out of it that's interesting to me is right now, most of the videos, like music videos and things that are normally higher end production, no one's shooting it on an iPhone and then not telling people that it's shot on an iPhone. It's almost like this little caveat where it's like, we did all this and it was on an iPhone. It like covers you just in case it's not as good as it would have been with more equipment and a nicer camera. So I find that interesting. The trend of that, if people start doing it and not telling everyone that it's shot on an iPhone, then I think there's some credence to, okay, maybe you don't, it doesn't really matter. But the fact that we have to call it out still 
oh, shot on an iPhone is like, well, just in case it's yeah. not like quite what it could have been. On the yeah. Function. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's a piece of marketing. It's- One thing I would also add is that the person behind the camera makes a really big difference. I think we've all seen professional photographers on Instagram or just like even those all those shot on iPhone billboards of these gorgeous yeah. photos that you can take with an iPhone. And it's like, I have a great camera on my phone. I can't, I'm just not physically capable. I don't have the eye for yeah. those things. Like I can't get the, just like, and I don't, I can't edit my photos that way. So it's, yes, I have an incredibly powerful camera sitting right next to me, but I don't have this technical skill to use it up to that level. And so people can be in a way, a good person is more expensive than good gear too. Like you need a good person behind that camera to be able to get that quality. Yeah. They, the uh, old adage is uh, it's the archer, not the arrow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Put the best best arrow, you know, and the best quill or whatever into a mediocre archer, you're still not going to hit the target. So it's, yeah. I mean, what I what Apple did was, you know, they shot this on an iPhone. So they basically said, you know, if I was a carpenter, they're like, we want you to build this whole house out of, you know, this um, this using only this very small screwdriver. So the carpenter can do it, right? It's just going to be like a little more challenging. But they still. So what they did was they took the small screwdriver and mounted it to a power drill, and they just used their expertise using other tools to get around the limitation of that not ideal tool. Um, they're just tools. Well, that kind of segues into if it is just a tool, right. um, when is it an appropriate tool? Like, what think- are some of the advantages that we can use for iPhone self taping? It's the type of house or type of structure you're building to go back to Guy's example. If you just need to build a temporary shelter for a weekend of hunting or something with that, then it maybe it is fine because it's accomplishing what you needed to accomplish in that moment for that purpose. If you're trying to build your forever home that needs to last 200 years, then the tools and the supplies that you have may need to be a little heftier. Ooh, love that metaphor. Yes. So let's think about what specifically in terms of video, like when is it appropriate and what does self-taping iPhone shots using webcams like we are right now, like what does that lend to a video project? Well, first you need to have a selfie light like this one (laughs) to make sure that your redness is covered. Well, I think, you know, if we look at where we are in life right now with the crisis and everything going on is... Uh, if you think about it, now's the perfect time. And actually, it's one of the only tools available right now is to use your webcam and iPhone. And I mean, if you think about it, Trevor Noah, Stephen Colbert, everybody is doing their late night shows. I watch CNBC. They're all in their in their uh, home offices. I mean, now the playing field is leveled. Uh, so really now, now is the perfect time to be breaking out the iPhones and webcams. So all of my creative snobbery rules have been suspended, um, because, and this, I always go back to the medium is the message, right? So Mm -hmm. right now, if you were to have some kind of professionally filmed thing, uh, it would look, you would look very tone deaf, and uh, people will be questioning your ability to follow the rules that everybody else is correct. following too. 
Correct. So right now, the fact that now is the perfect time to test out um, user generated content, you know, cause we could still talk to each other. We can still ha- give everyone a shot list and, and say, all right, go around your house and film, you know, everyone's morning routine in your kitchen, right. And just use your iPhone or your Android, if you like technically inferior products. Yeah. Um, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter if the audio quality is bad. It doesn't matter. Like right now, what's killing me is Tori, is uh, way too warm. Her white balance, I'm not a fan of right now. But it doesn't matter. And our audio quality hurts me right now, but it doesn't matter. So it just shows you it's the message is more important than, you know, like how it's delivered right now. Well, I would say there's two two things. I want to break that apart a little bit. So there's yeah. like the actual message that's being sent by the medium, right? So the medium right now for us is of recorded webcam and mediocre microphones that came with our phones. Mm. Um, and the message that those, that medium can send regardless of what we're saying is this of like authenticity. It's a little bit more genuine. People know that this is, we know it's current. There's a lot of things that you're getting just by watching us in this format. And then there's also what we're saying. So assuming that you have good content that you're putting out there that also, if you want to be getting that message out um, and you want to be sending a genuine message to people, if you're trying to talk directly to employees, we're trying to talk directly to um, clients and people who are fans of our show. Um, hello, Eddie. Uh, <laughs> Hi, <mom. laughs> um, we can uh, still send that message and reach out to those people, even in a time when we can't be in the studio. Yeah, now's not the time to be worried about being perfect uh, video quality wise or anything. Now's the perfect time to just say what you want to say. Make sure you, you know, put the same effort. Uh, So just because the camera rules have been suspended, right? Um, Just like how lighting rules have been suspended. It just like Lady Gaga, it just puts pressure on other things. So it puts pressure on the actual message you're saying, why you're saying it, the strategy behind the message. Not to say that you shouldn't speak now, but it just puts a little bit more pressure on that. It has to be like something good. Again, right now, the rules are suspended, but they will come back. So let's talk about that. When the rule, so if anyone wants to be making content right now, um, when the rules come back, like how do we make evergreen content right now? Or are we just at a risk of everything that self-taped is going to be like stamped as created during COVID forever? I'll let Tori take that one. I think she has stronger opinions than me. Maybe you don't use filming at all. You know, animation gives you opportunities to um, still make something and execute a concept as you are planning to do and a message as you are planning to do without having to give up, um, you know, the, the level of production that you were looking for. Um, guy, I'm looking at your face. Do you have something you want to jump in? No. No. Okay. Um, the other option is listening face. <laughs> yeah. We talked about, I have one too. He always makes, he's like, you have your concentrating face on. Um, another app, like we talked about with, with self-filming or virtual shoots, it's just setting your expectations. I do think you have to set your expectations differently for the situation and that's okay. Um, 
people, I, I don't know that it's always going to be stamped as COVID-19. Um, but if you're going to film something, I, I think it will always have a little bit of the COVID feel to it. I don't know that you can get around that right now. So be honest about it. My, my thoughts would be, it's okay to, you know, let people know that you're like, we are, Hey, we're all filming. And like Tori's apartment is super warm. Um, and there's nothing we can do about it, but making sure that you're putting the effort on the creative and a strategy for this time. Um, like we talked about being tone deaf and just marching forward as if nothing's happening. Um, is a little, I don't, I don't know that I would personally recommend doing that. There's options, be honest, be authentic. People are open to that right now. Um, so use that opportunity, especially if you don't normally have access to a lot of production equipment or crews. This is your time if you've got great creative and maybe not the budget for big production. Use it. Um, people know what's going on. Yeah. Do you want Evergreen that's, right now is my question. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a great. Honestly, I don't know that you do. Well, because we don't know what it's all going to look like when we go back to normal. We don't even know. Right. A, when the new normal is, and then B, what the new normal is. So, yeah, I agree with that. You may not want to be making evergreen stuff right now. Um, yeah, just because we just don't know how the severity and the length of this whole thing is. May not yeah. age well down the road. Yeah. Um and I think almost every business for both your internal and external messaging, like you are, we're all adjusting what our messaging is right now. Um, whether we're being quieter than we normally are, or whether you're um, just saying things a little differently, you're dropping off some of your messaging, you're focusing on other things. So yeah, maybe this is an extraordinary time and maybe it's not the time to be making big general evergreen content. Yeah. You know, I was talking to someone and they were like, you know, usually in business, we want to have these yearly strategies broken up into quarters. Mm -hmm. And that's like how we work, you know, or you work backwards from even a five-year strategy and then a three-year, then a yearly, then broken into quarters. Um, I was talking to someone, they were like, you know, this is like, week to week, month to month right now. And in some cases, depending on the news cycle and what we're hearing is like, sometimes it's day to day. So yeah, I agree with that hope. I mean, it may actually, I, I think like, it's okay if you're not thinking so long-term right now, if you're just, you know, being honest and saying, you know, this is what's happening. And, and I think going back to our discussion is these are the perfect tools because and, and if you think about it, usually when we edit this podcast, it takes us around two to three hours because we use multiple cameras and there's like trickery. If we flub, you know, then we cut to another and we, mm -hmm. you know, um, right now there's no editing potential uh, with these, these, this form of podcast because Google is doing the camera switching for us. Um, so the editing is, is literally taking 20 minutes to do these podcasts now. So same thing is the, the great part about this is that there's very low post-production. Uh, all, all of these devices have editing on them, on board, and you can just literally hit a button and, and send it out to YouTube, Facebook. I think really now more than ever, the tools are suspended. And I think that's applicable for the future as well. We'll see as we come out of um, the current pandemic. But 
I think we're going to see people realizing you, you don't need, everything doesn't need to be high production quality. And that's okay because that allows you to shift your budget for the things that do need to be, like I said, when you're building your forever house, those are the things you do need to be top-notch quality because it needs to be able to go on TV or be used on big screens and big production. Um, the resolution and the type of camera that you're able to, you know, the case that you're able to capture um, are all really important based on the uses. But I think it's okay. This is a good moment, in my opinion, in this particular realm of thinking. It's the authenticity. You don't need to spend a bunch of money all of the time to make things. You can make things on your iPhone. You need to put the thinking into the strategy and the creative all of the time, but you don't necessarily need to spend on the expensive equipment and tools. Save that for things that do require um, the specs and the the cinematography that come along with higher spend in production and post. I was going to say, so it's like as a different way to allocate your budgets, it's looking at spending the time and the money on the strategy and the creative to make sure that you still have a really strong message that's worth putting out there. Because if you're asking people to watch something that's traditionally lower quality, like think about um, the popularity of TikTok right now, like, right, it's all self-taped user-generated content. Mostly, you know, not everyone is centered on their camera, whatever, mm-hmm. but you yeah. watch it because it's engaging and they're doing something entertaining. Same thing goes for your message. Like it needs to be something that's worth watching to ask people to be willing to watch you with a mediocre microphone or, you know, a webcam. And yeah. not everything lends itself to user generated content. And that's okay too. I think organizations, especially now, um, I think we're actually seeing some of the chaos when everybody can post their opinion on healthcare, but maybe not everybody is a healthcare expert versus being able to put something out that's a little bit more produced, that is scripted, that does follow the rules of your risk or your legal department. There's still a place for that. And I do think it's important in your messaging scheme to keep that in mind. Not everything should be user generated. Not everything should be off the cuff, but there, for the things that are, social media is not expecting it to be high quality. It can be authentic and finding those uses in your media mix and in your plans for the year where this works and can save you some money is a good thing so that you can shift those funds to those larger things that things that are riskier, things that do require um, more precision in the messaging and the look and feel. I really think that the, the sum up of this entire episode is just, what are you shooting? Think about what your message is and then you can determine whether, um, based on what the message is, when it needs to go out, what your strategy is behind it. And like what gap are you trying to fill? Exactly. Um, You can look at whether user-generated content, iPhone shooting, webcam shooting is a good option for you. And it very well might be, especially in this current climate. Um, And it might still be, as Tori said, it might still be afterwards. Once we can go back to doing live production, there might still be a broader place for user-generated content in what we would consider like professional communications. So thank you everyone for listening to this episode of So You Need a Video. Uh, For more information, for links to what we talked about on this show, uh, you can check us out on our website at umalt.com. That's U-M-A-U-L-T.com. And uh, do we have a question for our YouTube listeners to leave us a comment about today? Uh, what are you doing to keep sane under uh, shelter in place? Because uh, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. It is. But it, I mean, for me, we're safe though. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, we're all, we're all safe. 
But for me, it's uh, getting out to walk the dog every day and trying to do some at-home workouts so I feel like I'm moving and not just spending all my time sitting. Eating really just keeps me going. Yeah, I walk the dog every morning, uh, which is nice. Uh, Should have gotten a dog before this, clearly. (laughs) Great. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, Guy and Tori. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.